Beautiful building. Everything is complete besides one brick. And that final brick, the Ummat of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the deen that Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to complete everything. To complete the entire deen. From this hadith we learn, Allah Ta'ala made many nations come before. They were the bricks that were there before. Finally, Rasul Allah Ta'ala blessed Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to come with the final deen. Now, why Allah made this such was that all the previous nations, whatever they had gone through, their behaviors, their pitfalls, their shortfalls, the reason for their destruction was brought in front of the Ummah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu It is not such. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah make us understand. Allah give us a topic of understanding. You see, we can talk about the previous nations. They, they were stupid in this way. They, they did this thing upside down. This is their fault. Etc. Alhamdulillah, no nation to come after us and say the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu No one can ever say the Ummah of Muhammad did this thing upside down. So we are the last. No kitab to come after the Quran and Kareem. La Ummah ba the Ummah of Muhammad. La Quran ba the Quran. La Kitab ba the Kitab of Muhammad Sallallahu There is no kitab to come after the Kitab of Quran. There is no Ummah to come after the Ummah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu that they can talk about this. Allah Ta'ala in His kindness brought us love. So nobody can ever think or say anything. No kitab will come such a way that the Ummah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam like, Alhamdulillah, this is a naman, a bounty. Really, we must be grateful for this factor. Allah Ta'ala speaks about the various Ummahs, various nations, their pitfalls, their mistakes, their wrongdoings, etc. Why they went astray, what they were supposed to do, how they would have saved themselves, etc. And a large, large amount of the discussion of the nations of the past are concentrated regarding the Bani Israel. What they had done, what wrongs they had done, what had led to their failures, etc. Large amount of that discussion is concentrated in the Quran Kareem regarding Musa salam and all the difficulties that he had went through with the Bani Israel. And like that, Generally, regarding the, the conditions of the Bani Israel, Allah brought this, all these incident stories, examples for us. The Ummah of Muhammad Wasallam. don't fall in the same pitfalls, don't fall in the same holes, don't do the same things and wrongs 
that they had done. Be mindful and take lesson. Take lesson from their, their problems and their issues and their shortfalls and save yourself from that. Save yourself from that. This is the important factor that we need to take Ibrah. Sabak hame sikna hai. Unki halat par. What they went through, Allah make us take lesson from that. But when we look at the Bani Israel, before we just go on to this incident, there's one very, very important point. I want all of you all, especially what we are knowing, what we are coming to hear about presently. Two important factors on the bring across. So we don't fall and we don't make a mistake and realize. Abdullah bin Salam radiallahu anhu was a rabbi, was a alim from the Bani Israel. When by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa we recognize that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam how it so happened Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is entering into Madinah Munawwara. And everybody has heard that the final Nabi has come to Madinah Munawwara. In mare khushi mein, in happiness, istikbal ke liye sab nikle. Or sab marhaba, marhaba, salaul badr alayna min faniyatil wida. This is when they all are singing this that the 14 full moon, Allah, how beautifully the people of Medina Munawara praised our Habib, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what they called him, the 14 full moon, the brightness has come into Medina Munawara, our Habib, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, has come into Medina Munawara, such love, such ish we had for Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah give us, Allah give us that love of Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, give us that true understanding of how we must love our Rasul, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allah make us live our life in the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Die in such a way that Allah Ta'ala put us with Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in Jannah Ameen kade inshallah Allah karde inshallah For that inshallah Abundant salawat darood upon Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Read about the life of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Read those books where we learn how Sahaba Radiyallahu Najma'in Had made qurbani for Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam how they demonstrated their ish for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah ta'ala give us that kind of understanding that we are happy to do anything for the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I mean, you look at a small boy like Abdullah bin Zubair radiallahu anhumah, give and take about seven to nine years old he was. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave him his blood mubarak, said, go and bury. After a while, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked him, kya kya? What did he do with it? Ya Rasulullah thank you. Nabi sallallahu alayhi told him, Whoever's blood is mixed with my blood, the fire of Jahannam will never touch it. This is a small boy. Allah, Allahu Akbar. What effort his mother and father must have put into him. We must love Rasulullah Sallallahu We must know about Nabi Sallallahu Even the, the saliva that Nabi Kareem Sallallahu took out, even the, the, the perspiration that came out, all this was fragrant of our Rasul Sallallahu And Sahaba used to, you know, like, Grab the thing. Ye barkat ye Habib sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah give us that. Make an effort and teach our children about that. Make an effort and teach our children about love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi It is sad to say. It is sad to say. How much do they know about Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam? As much as they know about that football player, that cricket player, that actor and actress. Bad. Make toba. Make intention that never we must put this in their heart. Please. It's important what I'm saying to you. Khair Abdullah bin Salam radiallahu anhu is a Jew. He is watching from his house, from the rooftop, our Nabi Sallallahu procession. Sahaba come, coming in, the Ansara welcoming Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When he saw the Mubarak face of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he saw that Mubarak face of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said, Allahu Akbar. The Jew. His mother tells him, his mother tells him, uh, 
His auntie tells him, you would not have, you would not have even made Allah Akbar to Musa alayhi salam the way you are making salam, for, making Allah Akbar for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam. And his reply was, I see such nur, such light coming out of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam. He was immediately affected. That very first hadith that he heard of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam convinced him that he must become a believer. And he comes by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam. He says, Ashhadu la ilaha illallah. Rasulullah cried that he's not deity but Allah and Muhammad. Oh, you, Rasulullah, you are the Nabi and the servant of Allah Ta'ala. Then he tells him something. Then he tells him something. Yes, seeking it is here. Rasulullah. I have brought Iman. Now, the Jews will come to you. Ask them about me and see their reaction. See, after I tell them I become a believer, see what they react. What happens? The Jews come. Nabi, uh, Sayyidina uh, Abdullah bin Salam is in an adjoining room. He's not, they don't know that he's there. They come and they, Rasulullah Sallam speaks to them and tells them, what is your opinion about Abdullah bin Salam, one of your rabbis, one of your ulama? What do you say about him? Brother Charlie, very nice man, a very good man, very truthful man. Good all. They spoke all the good about Abdullah bin Salam. After hearing all this, Abdullah bin Salam comes out from the other room and says to them, see, I have brought Iman and I've accepted the deen of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You'll take me as your alim. I want you all to also accept the deen of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Immediately, immediately, they turn around and say, the worst amongst us, the evil person, saying the whole tune. And Abdullah, Abdullah bin Salam told Rasulullah this is what the Jews are. This is how dangerous they are. One point. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam told the Sahabi Zaid bin Sabit radiallahu anhu, Young boy, youngster about 15 at that time, plus minus. Tells him, oh, they, I am nervous. I am uneasy regarding the Jews. And they writing my correspondence to the Jews, etc. In Hebrew language, any correspondence. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. I suggest we learn the language so that we don't have to ask them. Because I don't trust them. Right. But the important point, our Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, He's warning all of us, warning all of us, be wary of these people, be careful of these people. This is that important point that I'd like to also bring across today's discussion. Allah Ta'ala says, They desire to extinguish the light of Islam through their tongue. The tongue here is referring to the media. You must remember that these Yahud are in control of the media. Whatever mainstream media is, it is in their qabza in their hands. This ayat is a lesson for us. We are always being converted. Our thinking has become like this. You ask yourself, let's just you know, analyze one important thing. Where is this nation here? Are living in their country. You come from outside. You bombard them. You kill their children. You destroy their country. And when they fight back, they are called the terrorists. The one that is being oppressed and who's fighting for his land, who's fighting for his heart, is being called the terrorist. And you'll read that in the media. So much so that even the Muslim medias will, you know, project them as terrorists. How they have done this? Throughout the world, in different parts of the world, those that are the Muslim, this is how they do. And this is how we are being converted. This is the same thing that we see in every way of our, in everything. This is being projected. And this is the main thing that we are listening to. We are constantly being bombarded with. And this is why this is having an effect on our thinking. This is one. When like that, Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَن تَرَضَ عَنْكَ الْيَهُودَ وَلَا النَّصَارَ حَتَّى تَتَّبِعَ مِلَّتَهُ The Yahud and the Nasara will never ever be pleased until you don't follow 
brave food, brave way, brave style, brave thinking, that they convert you in your thinking. You see this. We see this. Everything the way it is. Real life, we begin to like it. Because that is put in front of us. So Allah Ta'ala make us reflect on these points here. Coming back to that initial point that I've been talking about. I mentioned that Nabi Kareem, that Allah Ta'ala in His kindness gave us Rasulullah Sallallahu to see from the religions of the past, their mistakes, their wrongdoings, and how they had led to failure. So, a lot about it, about the Jews. In regards to this, and the stories of the Jews, and the incidents of the Jews, where we are supposed to take lessons from. When Yusuf went to Egypt, and thereafter Allah Ta'ala honored him to become, what you can say, like the position of the one next to the king, holding that high position, and thereafter, we called his whole family, the entire Bani Israel, Yaqub salam, with his 11 remaining sons, and the rest of the family, when they all come to Egypt, they are known amongst the people, they are known among the people that this is the progeny of the Anbiya alayhi The people of Egypt, who are known as the Qiptis, the Coptic, began to show love, respect, revere, and treat these people with great honor. Bani Israel, honor. However, pride came into them. See, we are the children of the Bani Israel, we are the children of the Anbiya, we are the chosen ones, we are special we can abuse others. We can show disregard to others. We can oppress others. We can be evil to others. No harm will come to us. Remember, remember, eyes of Allah Ta'ala, we all are equal. Whoever you are, we all are equal. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will not accept zulam, oppression. That is why we read in the kitab that on the day of Qiyamah, there is in this world a goat that had had horns attacked a goat that had no horns. That, you know, payment, the payment for the goat of horns that attacked and put it this way, oppress and abuse the goat, goat without horns. That badala, that revenge, will be made to be taken on the day of Qiyamah. So the one that did not have horns, will be made to have horns and attack the one, the other one. Now that one's horns will be removed. Meaning to show the justice of Islam, the justice of Allah Ta'ala. Not the justice of Islam, but the justice of Allah that Nabi Sallallahu is talking about on the day of Qiyamah. This is across the board. Sad to say that this, the, the, the Bani Israel, when they began to show this disrespect, disregard, a time came that the Coptic and the Qiptis did not like it. And they began to rebel against them. And they began to attack them. And Allah brought that condition from them being the nation who were, mashallah, a people of position and status. They became the slaves of the Bani, of the, of the Qiptis, of the people of Egypt. From being honored, they became the slaves. From honored, Becoming the slave. This is the first lesson that I would like to bring across to us Muslims today in this country and all over. Respected elders and brothers. Allah Ta'ala has given us respect. Allah Ta'ala has made it such. People look upon us. Look at these Muslims, mashallah. Almost everywhere you go, every beggar wants to become a Muslim. Because he knows the Muslims got that heart to give. Allah keep it going like that, alhamdulillah. Keep that charity going, say Amin. Good heart. I was telling somebody the other day. He valued what I said. You know what? Whenever you give any charity, whatever it is, whether it's a five rand, whether it's a packet of chips, whatever, immediately make sugar in your heart. Ya Allah, you made us the upper hand, the giver, not the one that received. And you have blessed us that we are able to give. Alhamdulillah. The great quality that the people around us know that no, these Muslims are there. Allah, keep it like that. I respected elders and brothers. If we start breaking the commands of Allah, disobeying Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala can reverse that condition. As it so beautifully said, the mills of Allah Ta'ala grind slowly but surely. The mills of Allah grind slowly but surely. Today you abuse somebody because you got position. You think you must have somebody. Don't think that can carry on forever. Tomorrow that condition may come that that person is better than you. 
the one that you ill-treated, you begin to work for him. Become his slave, Allah protect. That's an important lesson. Respected elders, that's a very important lesson. Very important lesson. Whatever it is, don't abuse anybody. Please. Allah can change conditions. Can remember an incident, you know? The mother tells me, she was a poor widow. Her son, obviously an orphan, who goes by one of his relatives and says, Hey, mashallah, you got such a nice pair of pants. Where you got this? How much it is? He's a youngster, young boy. So this one of those famous brand names, you want to know about it. So the cousin tells him, or the relative tells him, you don't ask me this question, you'll never be able to afford it. You will never be able to afford it. This one had all the wealth, the pride, the arrogance. Allah brought that day. That Yatim today, mashallah, is doing exceptionally well. Looking for those coppers now, so he can't even make, it, make ends meet. Top. Understand what I'm saying? I understand what I'm saying. I'm saying this to all of us. All of us. Don't let this wealth or any status create any arrogance in us. Be careful what we say and how we behave with everybody. You will treat somebody tomorrow that in turns against you. Allah Ta'ala makes it see, we see them in front of us. In any case, because of their disobedience to Allah, Allah made them the slave, the Bani Israel. My beloved elders and brothers, we disobey Allah Ta'ala. Allah protect that condition can come to us. So at the outset, one of the very important things that I'd like to say regarding us protecting ourselves, come back onto Saifa and Namaz. Come back to the Masjid. Obey Allah Ta'ala. Guarantee Jannah when you read your five times Salah on time. Number two, be very wary of hurting people. Be very wary about hurting people, swearing people, showing that, you know, we are authoritative over them. No, Allah protect us. Always be humble. When you are humble, Allah will elevate you. Look at everybody better than me. Who are we? Who are we? I'm not a Maulana, I'm not a Hazrat, you're not a professor. Antumul Fuqara. Quran says, Allah says, all of us are faqir. Antumul Fuqara. You are fakir. Our pious elders and Budrukhani need you to say, when they say, make the, Ya Allah, make the kutsni. I am nothing. May gunagar ho, may aise ho, they should talk like that about themselves, so that the pride don't come into them. Even if Allah had given them everything, always think ourselves nothing. This is that one important lesson that we learn from the Bani Israel. The other very important thing in town of clothes, discuss which is so important. When they were in that condition, where they had become the slaves, of the people of Egypt, the Bani Israel, when they were being tortured, when they were going through all the difficulties, Hazrat Musa salam told them, make your, mas- your homes, make your homes masjid, make your home have that deeny environment, put deen in your home, put deen in your home. One is to talk about the outside, but start from your home. In all our homes is this salah. Make sure that in our homes we have salah. This salah said, don't make your homes Qabristan. Where there is no salah, every one of us will be performing our salah. Make sure there is tilawat Quran in our homes. Say, inshallah, rozana karne ka, ek din ka nahi hai. Every day we should have Quran Karim in our homes. Make zikr in our homes. Read darud, send darud upon Nabi Sallallahu in our homes. It's a very important thing. Create an Islamic environment. Create an Islamic environment in your homes. Get rid of that shaitan box. Get rid of that TV from your homes. It's for your own khair. They are converting you. They are converting you. How so often by Padre Rahmatullah used to say to us, when his granny used to say, Ek din aayega ki har ghar mein naatne wali aurat hoogi. That in every home there will be singing and dancing woman. I couldn't imagine that. This is the hadith of Rasulullah sallam. When the grandparents would say that, he says, when TV came in the home, that is what we are seeing today. And our daughters, our wives, our women, want to be like them. Want to be like them. Does that become a reality? So for your own khair, for our own khair, Please get rid of that TV from our home. I'm not here to talk sorry. I'm telling you to save your akhirat, save your dunya. I rather speak the truth for the sake of Allah Ta'ala so Allah can save us. That's why I'm talking to you. 
running open to you. I don't want to hide anything. It's for your own goodness. Protect yourself. Your children are going to get converted. I mean, I can't understand. Get a, the child at two years old, three years old. The mother is not prepared to look after the child. Give him the cell phone. Give him the cell phone. Let him keep himself busy. You talk to the child, the child don't want to talk to you. How can you do this? Within that day, maybe one khinzir of a day, one swine of a day, is being like given a position of a hero. Then you begin to love that kind of animal. And to eat that animal's meat becomes, the pork becomes normal. Why? We are, don't realize, as I said earlier, we are being converted. We are being converted. Coming back to that environment. I mean, I can't understand. Look at how much we have been converted. Almost every home. Almost every home. I can't understand. Allah make this message of mine. Reach our sisters. I mean, how can she, how can that mother be wearing a tight fitting clothes, showing the whole shape of her body in front of her son? And the daughter in front of her father, in front of her brother. Sign of Qiyamah. The woman will wear clothes, but they'll be naked. Look at how much they have converted us. Are we not seeing this today? We are supposed to make Tawbah. No Haya. Al-Haya is Tawbah in Iman. Modesty is part of Iman. Where is this today? Every one of them want to wear jeans, want to wear tight-fitting. Allahu Akbar. Better to say this. Clear to say this. Allah Prophet. Allah Prophet. Abdul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is saying. A time will come when a person, a youngster, will want to commit jina with his own mother. You should be ashamed. Aren't you should be ashamed. But when will this happen? When that mother is just like that. She's got no shame. Bro. She be the whole shape of her body in front of her own children. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran. Take up Surah Nur. Allah says, you are to command your small two-year-old child. Don't come in the privacy of your room before Fajr, after Isha, and at lunchtime when you got less clothes. Your small two-year-old too must not see you with less clothes. And even when they get balik, they are not supposed to see you with less clothes. And today, what is this happening? The father comes with a short pants in front of his daughter and the mother wearing these tight-fitting clothes. Make toba. Allah give us hidayat. Allah guide the ummah, bring the ummah on the straight path. Wa akhir alameen. الحمد لله الذي لا يرجى لكشف الشدائد إلا هو ولا يدعى لدفع المصائب إلا هو وما مراد العاشقين في الدارين إلا هو وما طلب الواصلين في الكونين إلا هو والخلائق كلهم ضعيفة ولا قوية إلا هو والناس كلهم فقراء ولا غني إلا هو لا واحد ولا ماجد إلا هو لا حافظ ولا ناصر إلا هو ولا يملك السمع والبصر إلا هو ولا يعلم الجهر والسر إلا هو وموسى على الثور ناجاه حين قال لا إله إلا هو وإبراهيم في شعل النيران استنجده حين قال لا إله إلا هو ويوسف في قار البر استنقذه حين قال لا إله إلا هو ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله 
وأن محمد عبده ورسوله رسولنا شفيع مطاع النبي الكريم قسيم جسيم بسيم وسيم مولاي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم أما بعد إخواني لابد لنا أن نتفكر على أعمالنا ونتفكر لأعمال أولادنا ونفكر هل نحن من الذين يطيعون الله ورسول أم لا لأن لأن الآن ومن قبل ومن زمان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كانوا يهود والنصارى دائما متفكرون كيف نحن نتبعهم ونكون على طريقهم لذلك علينا أن نترك طريق اليهود والنصارى ونتبع النبي الكريم صلى الله عليه وسلم لا بد لنا أن نعرف أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قد قال كلكم راعين وكلكم مسؤول عن رعيته أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الذي أمتر أقطار الرحمة من سحاب المغفرة على المقربين بلا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله ونور قلوب أهل المعرفة بفيضان أنواره لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله وشرح صدور المؤمنين بنور أذكاره لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمد عبده ورسوله وسل سبيل أنهار لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر العمر وأزدقهم حيان عثمان وقضاهم عني وفاتمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضوان الله تعالى ومجمعين اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم غردا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحب أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغض أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم يا رحم الراحمين يا زل جلال الإكرام يا حنان يا منان يا التواب اللهم وفقنا وفق جميع محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بالتوبة النسوحة اللهم ردنا إلى ديننا ردا جميلا اللهم افتح أقفال قلوبنا بذكرك واتبم علينا بنعمتك واتبم علينا من فضلك واجعلنا من عبادك الصالحين اللهم انصر المظلومين من المسلمين في العالم كله خصوصا في غزة وفلسطين وفي الهند وفي كشمير اللهم انصرهم اللهم اهديهم اللهم إنا نسك عافة في الدارين اللهم إنا نسك رضاك في الدارين اللهم أولادنا وذرياتنا قرة واجعلهم هادين مهترين غير الظالم ولا مدلين يا أرحم الراحمين عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاد القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكبغ يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تذكرون الحمد لله رب العالمين
يا مقلب القلوب صدق قلوبنا وقلوب أولادنا وذرياتنا وجميع محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم على دينك اللهم ارحمنا بترك المعاصي أبدا ما بقيتنا نعوذ بك من جهد البلاء ودرق الشقاء والسوء القداء والشماتة الأعداء نعوذ بك من زوال نعمتك وتحول عافيتك وفدات نقمتك ونعوذ بك من جميع سقدك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ارزقنا زيارة حرمين شريفين والأكثر كثير المرة بالإخلاص العافية اللهم انصر المظلومين من المسلمين في العالم كله خصوصا في غزة 
وفي فلسطين وفي كشمير وفي الهند اللهم انصرهم اللهم اهديهم اللهم انا نسال العافيه في الدارين اللهم انا نسال الشكر العافيه امين ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار امين بفضل سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون سلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين